Good morning. You know, listening to the first reading taken from the book of Deuteronomy, Moses was reminding all of us that the command of God is not something that is mysterious, is not something that is remote, something that is hidden away from us up there in the sky that is not reachable or across the sea that we need somebody to assist us to be able to get it. Moses reminds us that the command of God is within our reach, that the command of God is written on our mouths, that the command of God is written on our hearts. What we just need to do is to open up ourselves and then be able to leave the command of God because it is within our reach. And then St. Paul, in the second reading, in his letter to the Colossians, reminds all of us that we are made through Christ and for Christ. We are made through him and for him. And if we are made through Christ and for Christ, our life must always be a reflection of the life of Christ because we are made through him and for him. We must reflect Christ in our everyday life. And looking unto Christ, we see a man of compassion, a man of mercy, a man who was selfless, a man who was ready to give up his own life for the good of other people because he is compassionate and he is merciful. Therefore, if our life must also reflect the life of Christ, we are also called to be men and women of compassion, men and women of mercy, men and women who are, every, every, who are ready every time to model our lives after that of Jesus because we are made through him and for him. And then in the gospel, Jesus gave us a practical example of how we can follow in his footsteps as people of compassion, as people of mercy. He showed us a perfect example with the parable of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan was not a Jew. He was a Samaritan. He was considered to be a pagan. And then there was this kind of enmity between the Samaritans and the Jews. But then being a man of compassion and being a man of mercy on his way, he saw this Jewish man who was attacked by the robbers, and he went out of his way to take care of this person. He went out of his way to attend to someone who was in need, not because this man was his friend, not because he knew this man from Adam, not because he didn't have enough reasons to give so as not to help this man, but then, being a person of compassion and mercy, he stopped and helped out. And remember, 
a priest had already seen this man and ignored him and went his way. A Levi had seen this man, ignored him, and went his way. They may have their reasons, but the big question is, were their reasons enough for them to leave this man to die after suffering in the hands of the robbers? But the good example that Jesus has given to all of us is to follow in the footsteps of this good Samaritan, and that's why at the conclusion of the gospel, he told the scholar, go and do likewise. Go and show the world that you are a person of compassion, that you are a person of mercy. Go and do the same. And so, my dear friends, when you look at the gospel of today, what Jesus is really asking all of us is that, that we should allow our acts of mercy to define the strength of our faith. That if we are men and women of faith, we should allow the good works that we do define that faith that we do have in Jesus. We should allow our following the example of Jesus to make us get out of our comfort zone expand and extend ourselves, especially to help the needy. And it's not just about the parable, because the parable was a story. When you look at our life, when you look at our world, just want to give you two examples of two men who followed the example of this gospel. And those two men have left a perfect example for you and I to follow in our everyday life. One of them was a Martin of Tours. He was born into a pagan family. Against his wish, he joined the military, was forced to join the military. But this man, one winter day, he saw a beggar who was shivering with cold. He had not enough dress on himself, and he was really being peppered by the cold weather. What did St. Martin do? He stopped, took off his military cloak, and tore it into two. Used one half of it to cover this beggar, and then covered himself with the other half. Remember, he was a pagan. He was not a Christian at this point in time. And he went home. In his sleep, he saw Jesus appear to him. And Jesus was wearing that other half of the cloak that he gave to this poor person. And the, when Martin woke up the next morning, he called for conversion. He became a Christian. His good work, not because he was a Christian, but because he was a man of compassion and a man of mercy. Another man may be a good one about a priest. Sir Maximilian Kobe, you know his story. In the Nazi concentration camp, when these ten men were selected to be killed, 
one of the men shouted, my family is going to miss me. My kids and my wife are going to die if I am killed. Maximilian Kobe, who didn't know this man from Adam, raised up his hand and said, I am ready to take his position. Take my life and spare the life of this man. And Saint Maximilian Kobe was killed in place of this man. And this man was set free to go back and be with his family. So my dear friends, let your acts of mercy define the strength of your faith. That is what we are called to do today. When you go out to our streets today, there are a lot of Jesus moving around. There are a lot of men and women who are in need. There are a lot of men and women who are suffering. There are a lot of men and women who are homeless, and maybe we are privileged that we are not out there when the temperature is 106. But I have seen a lot of them in the crossroad, maybe between 635 and Hillcrest, Preston Road and 635, 75 and 635, there are a lot of Jesus around these corners. What are we doing to help them? How are we extending and expanding ourselves to cut our cloak into two and cover them with one half of it? How are we relating with them knowing that those men and women, they may be Jesus inviting us to show him mercy and compassion. Do we just ignore them, throw away our face, and feel like that's their portion? That's not their portion. That's Jesus inviting you and I to extend and be compassionate and merciful to our brothers and sisters. Let your acts of mercy define the strength of your faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.